Welcome to Life Coaching Comedians. This podcast has been sponsored by, well, it could be sponsored by you. (laughs) Quite frankly, you know, um, Talkspace just hasn't been paying me enough money and Moon Juice and, you know, that, that condom company. It's just, you know... I want to give back to local businesses. So if you have an online platform, an online store, hit me up and I'll help you make some money. These ads last forever. And I don't know if you know, I'm the next Oprah and my uh, listening base is just insane. It it really is. It's really insane. But um, I have a a new comedian joining me, his first time joining me, and I'm super excited to bring him on. Please welcome Gavin Bloom. He's a he's a disenfranchised comedian. So what does that mean exactly, Gavin? Are, are you a felon? No. I just, uh, you know, it's just hard to care. It's just hard to care anymore about things, you know. So what exactly is your definition of disenfranchised? I feel like maybe you and I aren't on the same level of uh, intellect on that. That could be my fault. Um, When I think disenfranchised, I mean, just I'm I'm very apathetic. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, eh. You know, it was fun while it lasted uh, year one, maybe year two. But uh, I'm in year 11 now. And I don't know why I do it. And that so could... you're in your eleven of uh, performing comedy. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Been at it quite some time. Eleven years. Yeah, eleven years. Is this turning into a brag, or are you more so just not knowing what you're doing with your life? Do you have? I, I see here that um, you were recommended to me by uh, Tony B and he seems to be, you know, he's a very misdirected individual and you know, yeah. the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree or birds flock like a feather as they say. So um, what is your relationship with Tony? Like, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on, on what you would consider a relationship. I am mm-hmm. in Tony's shadow constantly uh he never lets me forget about it you know uh sometimes i'll be like hey tony it's been been a while since i've seen you and he's like oh yeah man hey hold on my agent's on the phone or hey man you know i got a audition for something you know i'm like oh okay you know i'll just i'll just wait here in phoenix for you wow you actually kind of sound like him when you talk like him uh that that is i don't know how to take that i mean like obviously you spend some time with him like that was a pretty good impersonation of of tony b actually i can do a very good tony b impression yeah yeah but that doesn't get me work on stage though so it's like man here i am yeah 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 here i am trying to do something i enjoy and no one seems to care Except mm-hmm. you, Miss Charday. I think you you sounded pretty interested in it. Yeah, I mean, I I Tony is, and you know, it's okay for me to say this because I think he's aware. He's probably my least favorite 
clients. Um, but I'm very grateful for him. You know, he challenges me as a life coach. So, you know. He challenges me too. Mm -hmm. Dot, mm -hmm. dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that um, you're lacking empathy? Uh, no, I, I think, I think I have plenty of empathy, but mm -hmm. it hasn't gotten me anywhere. So mm -hmm. now I have apathy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did this, uh, did this happen? When did it all start when you met Mickey, Mickey Mouse uh, when yeah. you were six? Did, if I um, had to choose a time, I would probably choose that time. Because okay. it makes sense. Where did he touch you? Well, he tried to grab my hand, or she tried to grab my hand because I was six. And mm -hmm. I learned that Mickey Mouse had a human inside a Mickey Mouse costume. And uh, there, that was not there was not a, a, a man in there. No, oh, how did you know it was a woman? There. How do you know it was a woman? Um, no hair, perhaps very soft. I mean, I I remember I remember the patch of skin between the oversized novelty glove and his co coat or her coattail uh, mm -hmm. sleeve. And uh, yeah, it was reaching for me. I was so excited to meet Mickey. You know, I don't know if you know where I'm from. I'm from South Africa. And when I moved here, I was six. And Mickey Mouse to a South African child, big deal, big deal. And when I came here and learned the truth, I was, I was devastated. I think it stunt, stunted my growth actually. Um, so what was the, what was the truth that you, that you learned that, that Mickey wasn't real or that, that the suit was worn by what you perceived to be as a woman because they lacked hairy arms. The, so everybody has hairy arms. The truth kind of cascaded from there. Mm -hmm. I would have to say, I went down the rabbit hole mm. and sure I was Neeland and sure the Alice in Wonderland ride still held up, mm -hmm. but just all kinds of things from uh, Mickey Mouse lying to me, to Disney lying to me, to my parents lying to me, mm -hmm. to thinking that this was all just a big game to mm -hmm. Disney, just mm -hmm. a big game to get little kids from the African continent to believe in something mm -hmm. and then, uh, and then not wear some kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, like, 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 you know, those, those, uh, under armor tight skin suits that you can mm -hmm. wear body suits, something like that, make an effort. You know, I always think if, if I had not seen that patch of skin, I could be something today. Mm, okay. Okay. So do you feel like you are constantly looking to be deceived? Are you always questioning reality? Do you find yourself having a hard time trusting others? Do you trust anyone at all? Wow. Uh, Miss Chardet, it's, it's like 
me. Uh, and that's kind of, it's hard for me to trust that, to be quite honest. What are your motives here? Can um, you repeat that? It cut out a little bit. What are your motives? Because you know me so well, we've just met. It's kind of hard to trust. Well, um, I wouldn't say that I know you well, Gavin. It's more so I understand trauma. And I understand patterns that come from trauma. I've seen a lot of cases, not calling you a case, but I've just seen a lot of different types of cases that humans are experiencing with trauma. And, you know, um, trust is... Uh, Trust is a hard thing. It's hard to trust people because we're we're humans. We're not perfect. And we're always going to do what's best for us, even after we consider what would be the most considerate thing for the other person, right? So what can we trust? Well, we can trust our instincts. But is it your instincts that are speaking to you, Gavin, or is it your trauma that's speaking to you? I think it's my trauma and they're mm -hmm. pulling the wool over the eyes of my instincts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know how you can get back in touch with your instincts, Gavin, is through healing. Healing. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to heal and you have to start with not only forgiving those that have deceived you, but forgiving yourself. Right. You probably have you gone down this negative thought, pot, thought pattern of thinking that you're stupid and gullible because you believe such things? And ugh, how could I have not seen it? Did you ever do that to yourself? Well, sometimes, but mm -hmm. I, I kind of feel that maybe, you know, the outside world is just, it, it's just constant danger. You, you just mm -hmm. never know where trauma is going to leap out at you. Mm -hmm. It could be in a box of red vines. And I love red vines. It could. It could be in there. It could be in there. You never know. You know, one time I experienced trauma from a frozen bag of cherries. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I, was, I uh, you know, bought my frozen fruit from Winco. And I like to have my delicious smoothies every morning. And, and it, it's happened to me twice where there was like, it was like a piece of plastic or something. It wasn't a cherry. It was something else. It almost looked like a really thick fingernail. It was so disgusting. And, you know, and it, I almost choked on it. And, and, you know, now, now, even when I buy my frozen fruit, not from Winco, I, you know, I look through every single little piece of fruit before I put it in my, in my blender. I think that's pretty that's pretty smart. I mean, but but you had a you had a trauma, you learned from it and then you adapted your methods. Mm -hmm. You know, so now, you know, life can be a bowl of cherries and not fingernails for you because you you have some control in that. Yeah. Um I I don't feel I don't feel like I have any control. I feel that uh I feel that given the opportunity People are just going to eat me up, chew me up. And if I'm lucky, they'll spit me out. That's kind of mm. how I feel. Okay. So 
What do you feel like you don't have control of? You don't have control over yourself? I don't have control over other people. No one does. And that's a problem. Why is that a problem? Why must you control other people? Because if I could control other people, I can control myself. How so? Well, uh, there wouldn't be any unpleasant surprises. No trauma. I'd be in on all the jokes, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd be like, oh, Mickey Mouse. Well, that's a two-dimensionally animated anthropomorphic mouse person. But mm -hmm. uh, in real life, that's not real. I'd be mm -hmm. in on that. I fully mm -hmm. expect a man or woman or gender neutral to be in that suit. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But I can manage my expectations that way, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other hand, I wouldn't have pleasant surprises, probably wouldn't get excited about things, but that's mm -hmm. where I am now anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't you just shift your perspective a little bit, right? We know okay. that everything that we see is necessarily not true. I mean, come on, there's movies with all kinds of effects, you know, there's all kinds of illusions, you know. Uh -huh. And, it, you know, yeah. when, whenever you see something, you know, instead of just automatically believing, why not just enjoy the idea of it and not necessarily believe it, right? You're in the present. Are you saying that I should suspend disbelief? In a way, to an extent. Like this background here. Yes. Beautiful home you have. It's not my home. It's just you lied to me. I didn't lie to you. I'm protecting myself from the weirdos out there. Have you seen Don't Fuck with Cats? Have you seen that documentary? I actually refuse to to watch it because I have cats, and I, I don't think I'm strong too. enough for that. I, from what I've heard, I don't think I'd be able to handle that. Uh, it's well. okay. There's there's only like he only tortures a couple cats, and then it has what? to do with murder he tortures like a couple cats and mm. it's not it's not entirely gruesome the cat part but it is sad um yeah. but the reason why i choose to use and i've never told my audience this before i always pretend that this is my house but the truth is my real house is behind this screen here and the reason why I do that is because I watch Don't Fuck With Cats and there's these internet detectives. They're not actual detectives, but they're called internet detectives. And they could look at that picture on the back of your wall, Gavin, and do an internet search and find out who made that picture, how many prints were made, where it's been distributed. They can find out what color of paint is on that wall and where it's available. They picked out, they literally dissect everything they can see in your house to find out where you live. Can I, can I make a parallel? Sure. <clears throat> Are you saying that uh, the person inside of Mickey Mouse was worried about internet detectives or fans of the mouse uh, learning about where he or she resides and then had to cover 
their true face with the screen being the Mickey Mouse outfit to protect them from little African children like me. You're very close, but it wasn't the person inside of Mickey Mouse that made that choice. The person inside of Mickey Mouse is a puppet of Walt Disney and the Disney franchises. Did you know that everyone that works at Disneyland is not allowed to tell anyone that they work at Disneyland? I didn't know that. But I do know that they have underground tunnels and that mm-hmm. they have to smile all yes. the time, mm-hmm. which is yeah. very disingenuous because you couldn't possibly smile all the time. No, that's all an illusion. Do it's you suppose Disneyland is the root of my problem then? It goes deeper than Mickey Mouse. It could be the Walt himself. <sighs> Well, I think, I think, honestly, I think it's a good thing, Gavin, that you discovered that Walt Disney was an illusion and the whole Disneyland, Disney World experience was an illusion when you did because little girls grow up all the time hoping that a prince will take them away. There's a song called Fuck Disney Now, you know, because it's that's really? unreal. Yes. I can't remember the name of the girl that sings it, but there's a song called Fuck Disney because she's so upset that there are no Prince Charmings out there. And they created this false expectation that we're all going to have some magic prince knight in shining armor take care of us and sweep us off our feet and take us to a palace. When I'm not saying that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I can't remember the word I'm looking for, but, you know, there are gentlemen out there, but, you know, that's few and far between. So I honestly think it's a good thing that you saw the lie at a young age, but we have to tweak it just a little bit rather than thinking that everyone is lying to you and everyone is deceitful. Well, then that may be true. Rather than doing that and victimizing yourself and sheltering yourself from the world, just expecting it in a way where you can be proactive in the choices that you make in your life. Does that make sense? You know how to look for the clues now. So I look for the clues. So I'm always on the case investigating the potential lie. You're just being observant. It's not that you're trying to catch a lie, but just being observant, right? The only reason that you're able to see that patch of skin is because you were in the moment. Mickey Mouse is right in front of you. You you were absorbing every every little thing about that mouse and you saw the flaw. My senses were heightened. Yeah. Absolutely, Gavin. So if you stay in the present, you will catch the glitches in the matrix. Okay. Okay, so like the movie The Matrix, Mm -hmm. that was a movie where it wasn't illusions? 
uh, whole matrix was an illusion. The whole world was an illusion, right? The world or the matrix? Because I thought the matrix was the illusion. The but matrix... doesn't that make the matrix the truth? Yes, in a way. So the matrix, you know, they were in the real world, but in the matrix, that was the world we perceive right now, right? We're in the matrix yeah. now, right? Okay, so, yeah. So it was the matrix fault to make Mickey Mouse fake. Mickey Mouse is part of the Matrix. Walt Disney is adding to the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. It is. So, Gavin, are you going to go ahead and try to control the Matrix, which you know is impossible because there's someone else that controls the Matrix? There's someone else that controls the matrix and made the matrix that we're in. So what is the one thing that you can do? You can control yourself and how you maneuver through the matrix. I don't have to take any blue pills. I don't think so. Because what's the point of, you know, overcoming erectile dysfunction to just handle the matrix? Am I right? Yeah. Honestly, it's probably better not to indulge in sexual activity not to indulge in sexual activity yeah like with myself or others both oh i've been messing up real bad miss chardonnay hmm. you know you can always consider you know joining a buddhist community see how that uh helps you I'll That's definitely really help you stay advice. in the present. It'll help you stay in the present. And it'll help you become nothing. You separate from the ego. It's the ego that was traumatized, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I can join a, a, mon a, a, a Buddhist monastery, monastery mm -hmm. uh, and they can show me that I am nothing, mm -hmm. then my feeling like I'm nothing will not be nearly as bad. No, and I'll actually fulfill you. And it's not yeah. necessarily they show you, but they give you the tools. They give you the tools to see that we really are nothing. But at the same time, we are everything. So where's the illusion? It's all in here, Gavin. It's in your head? It's in your mind. In mine too? In your mind. In your okay. mind. I mean, I, 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 I... This is you're, your computer. You're, you're talking a good game here, Miss mm -hmm. Charday, and I yes. really want to believe what you're mm -hmm. telling me. Mm -hmm. But you got you gotta you gotta understand. It, it smells like barbecue in my apartment all the time because I've been burned so many times. You see what I'm saying? Mm. I've been burned so often. Mm -hmm. How do I know? How do I know I can I can trust you? I mean, you're not charging me for this. That's weird, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right. I'm not. And this is therapy, mm -hmm. right? Let me ask you something. Why not indulge in the barbecue? Everyone loves some barbecue, you know? 
but but when 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 I'm flaying myself though, or being flayed, or well, filling, I mean. I, you know, it's a, it's a figure of speech. I'm speaking in parables here, Gavin. You know, your ass gets burnt. Someone yeah. burned you, right? Yeah. And yeah. instead of sulking in your ego and playing this victim, why not serve yourself a piece of that barbecued ass, you know, some, some of that Kahlua, and enjoy it and learn your lesson from it, right? Whenever we get burned we're hurt there is a lesson to be learned so indulge Whenever. in your barbecue enjoy it be grateful for it because there is a lesson to be learned so whenever i'm burnt there's a lesson to be learned exactly exactly and I, sh I should take a bite out of my barbecue ass you really should Figuratively in, Oh, figuratively. Yeah. I'm not telling right. you to actually I'll... eat yourself. Okay. Yeah, because it got weird there. But I get you now. I get it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I, uh, I don't charge because I am just, you know, I'm a comedian myself that has been through therapy for years and i know i know what it is i know how it can feel to be depressed angry and and anxious and and i feel for my people and i want to give back to my people why is it that help has to be at a cost right i do this in my spare time and I enjoy it. I already make plenty of money. I don't. I don't need your money. You don't have any money. You're a comedian. That's right. That's right. I have no money because I'm a comedian. Mm -hmm. And I make other people laugh, and they pay money to see me, but I don't see that money. I know. So, but you know what, Gavin, you're a seasoned comedian. You're a season, you're 11 years in, you know, mm. you're right at that mark where depending on the choices you make with your life, you can, you can be a full-time comedian and, and make a living for yourself. Wow. You, you think I could get a gig at Disneyland? I don't know. What's your material like? Uh, I talk about cats mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, I talk about dick pics. Mm. And um, I don't know if they would really go for the dick pics. But again, if if you were trying to get a job at Disney, remember what I told you, everyone at Disney they can't tell me when they work at Disney. So what they would do is they would immortalize you into some form of cartoon and take your voice and take your likeness and your voice and they would be able to use it forever. And they would probably give you some good amount of money, but not enough of money 
to steal parts of your identity. And then they would be using that voice to feed the matrix and deceive more little boys from South Africa. Do you want that, Gavin? I don't want that. No. no. I didn't think you did. Thank you, Ms. Chardet. You're welcome. My pleasure. You know, Gavin, I think that um, I think that we're at the beginning of a turning point here. And I would really like to see you back in my in my virtual office. I feel like I saw I see this light bulb beginning to flicker. You know, like when you're trying to turn on an old attic light and it flickers a couple times before it turns on. You're flickering right now. Yeah. I I think actually that's just it's a it's a bad fuse. No, it's you. I can oh. see energy. I can see auras. Oh. Don't they have colors? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you see colors? What yes, color is mine? Yours is red. Yours is red. What does that mean? It means your aura is based in your sense of tribe, in your in your root chakra. Oh, and you know why? It's because you were traumatized when you were six. So if I heal that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think I could? You think I could grow a few inches? Mm, I don't really not sure about physical growth. Why are you on the shorter side, Gavin? You shorter than Tony? Well, I'm four foot eight. Okay. But my doctor says I'm five foot six. You feel like you're four foot eight. I am four foot eight. Then why would your doctor say you're five foot six? Because he's lying to me. Mm, maybe you should consider finding another doctor. I will consider that. Lots of things to consider today, Gavin. Thank Lots you. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. I think you are. I think you're open-minded. I feel like you've been very receptive to all the things I've been saying today. And, you know, you don't have to take all of my advice and suggestions, but just thinking about them might inspire, you know, the light in you to go the way that you're intended to go, wherever universe or God wants you to go. So, um, right. I, you know... I just want to. Oh. I just want to give you a round of applause. Oh, now. thank you, thank you. It's it's rare that I get those. Thank you so much. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, before we go, um, Gavin, do you have any uh, upcoming shows you would like to share with the audience? Sure, uh, April fourteenth. I'll be featuring at JP's Comedy Club in Gilbert, Arizona. And then I have uh, been selected for residency at that club the fourth weekend of every month, starting in May. That's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. That is a very fun club. I've had the pleasure of performing there a couple times. And I heard that, um, I heard that you're musically talented as well, Gavin. That's right. I am musically talented as well, Miss Chardet. Yeah. Uh, I have a comedic rap routine that I do called Cell Phone. 
and I have some music available on iTunes and Spotify. Oh, well, that is just awesome. I'm going to have to check those singles out, Cell Phone and Ya Basic on iTunes. Yeah. So Cell Phone's the the artist's name. Ya Basic is the single. And you okay. can also find an EP called Love Songs. Love songs. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Gavin, for joining us today and trusting me, you know, at least trying to trust me and and opening up to me about, you know, your issues and your trauma. I really appreciate that. And um, all of you out there, you know, if you want, if you've been dealing with some of the same issues as Gavin, you know, create a community. You know, speak with one another and you can follow Gavin on IG at Gavin Blue Com uh, Bloom Comedy, not blue. He is blue. We're going to get him to bloom. Gavin Bloom Comedy. All right, everybody. I hope that, uh, you know, you're doing your daily affirmations, your mantras and and believing in yourself. That's that's so important to believe in yourself. And we'll see you next Sunday every Sunday at 10 a.m. PST. Namaste.